We are live today on draft day. We're here. It's official. We welcome you in on the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, the Jacob Media YouTube page as well. And we're finally here. I I was doing a deep dive with uh, the sports books and looking at what's going on where just trying to get an idea of because these people, they don't they're not in the business of losing money. Right. And the more and more you look at the odds and the more and more you look at the ability to skirt around the odds, the more and more you're being told. And it's being backed up by everybody who covers the 49ers right up to Adam Schefter, who has tripled down on this. But Mac Jones is going third. That's what everybody is telling you right now tonight as a result of either the people that cover the team, Adam Schefter, and even the sports books, which is as crazy as it sounds, but you start to look at some of these. Now, it doesn't mean he's the best quarterback or he's better than Fields or anything else. No. It, that's that's the one take. I just got off with a guy who studies this stuff from the, the book standpoint, and you, you add Schefter and you add the local guys. I think the intrigue might start and see if Atlanta, let's say, or somebody comes in and drafts Fields at four. Well, the, the, the crazy thing is if you're San Francisco – and you're saying that you liked all five uh, of these quarterbacks almost equally. What is the necessity to draft to, to go all the way up to three to get a guy like Mac Jones? You don't need to go to three to get Mac Jones. And that's it right there. You're absolutely right, yeah. Harry. But they've that's, almost worked out Trey Lance. Well, that's why they made that trade. The only other quarterback they worked out after moving up was Trey Lance. So am okay. I to believe that they're going to draft Justin Fields after moving up to third Barrett and not even working him out? Yes, that happens all the time. You know, it's smoke, smoke, smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors, man. I think that would be stupid to have not yeah. worked him out and then draft him that high. But It wouldn't make sense, I, but yeah. You know, teams so, have done – they do dumb things. Wait, hold on a second. Where is the smoke – like – just because smoke happens doesn't mean it's happening now, right? Where Where is the benefit of, of San Francisco, who has already traded up? Where is the benefit for them to put out via their beat reporters, via Adam Schefter, via the odds that come as a result of all of this stuff and the conversations that come up? Where is it in their benefit to lead everybody down the path of them drafting Mac Jones and not Justin? Is somebody now going to trade up? and give them more capital. They had the capital when they lost it trading up. So I, I don't know where San Francisco benefits from the smoke. It doesn't mean that other, like the Jets, Jets put out smoke, and they yeah. tried to dangle the thing with Wilson. But where does San Francisco benefit from smoke now? Well, where do they benefit from trading to third when you you could you could have got him at, at, at pit 20? You know, I just don't understand that. You know, I mean, I mean, you're talking about Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. You could have got him a pick 20. Yeah. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable at 20 yet, but I think I don't, there's no way you'd have to go to three to get him. Like that just no, seems ridiculous. This is me. a trade that happened six weeks ago. This is a trade where his stock was as high as it's been since the end of the season. So they, like we see a lot, teams get nervous, teams get mm-hmm. antsy, and all it takes is some other team. At four, let's say Atlanta or a team they think could trade to four and draft Mac Jones. Like just because Mac Jones isn't a guy you would take at three, and I think we all agree on that, doesn't mean that a team wouldn't take him at four. 
and doesn't mean that San Francisco now realizes, hey, we like him more than we like the other guys. My whole point of it is this. If they are going to do all of this to go up and, tr- and draft Justin Fields, then why hasn't there been any talk about it? And I'm not dis- I don't know. Right? Like, no, what? No, I, I, I hear what, everything you're saying, and I agree with a lot of it. I'm just like trying to think, why would you trade all the way up to three to get a guy that you probably could have gotten at, at six, five, six, somewhere, somewhere like that? Because the Eagles obviously wanted out. You could have just traded with the Eagles at six. Yeah, I mean, look at the capital they lost. They lost so much capital, draft capital from this trade. It just doesn't make sense to me that – Mac Jones, you know, and, and like I said, in my evaluation, I mean, I know my values doesn't mean anything to, to the teams, but there's no way Mac Jones is a better quarterback than, than Fields. No. Not at this point. But Shanahan is a system guy. I mean, he's, you know, it's, right. it's a system dude that, you know, he's, he's won games with Nick Mullins. You know, he, I don't think he right. really cares, <laughs> you know, to have some tremendous athlete. I, I get, I could see them taking him and I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I'm just kind of amazed that they thought they needed to go all the way up there to make sure it gets done. That's just where I'm just sort of scratching my head. But we what do I know? Bisky, we see this where a team gets nervous. Mm-hmm. And uh, the point of it is that I, I think so much has been discussed about Fields and even about Trey Lance. But what we really have in front of us might be, as I think a lot of us believed, the draft beginning at four. But even at four, we know that if it's not Atlanta, it's going to be another team drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, so I've heard that I've heard that John Lynch likes Fields and 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 he likes Lance better than he does um, than he than he likes uh, Jones. Well, again, though, this is a Gal Media property. <laughs> I, I don't know why. What do they like? What do they gain from putting out that they're taking another kid? You, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, welcome. Draft day is upon us, and stay locked all day as you can to the Jacob Media YouTube page as we have tons of content leading up through and then reacting to the NFL draft, especially with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm mean, so many people have this is what happens when you're at 12, is it's just been beaten down and beaten down to the point where I think people have convinced themselves that it's going to be the wrong pick, even though for the first time in maybe a while, there is a wide parameter or boundary set for the conversation where it's going to be difficult to mess it up. Like if you've already convinced yourself that you want an offensive lineman no matter what, and if you don't get Rashawn Slater, this draft is a bust, and they wind up with Jalen Waddell, can you really be upset? Well, it depends on where the cornerbacks go because I, I really want a cornerback uh, at with that 12th pick, whether it's Sertain, whether you know Dallas takes Horn instead of Sertain, you know, the Giants take some somebody else, you know, a pass rusher or whatever, offensive lineman, whatever it is, and there's you know, uh, Horn is sitting there. I can't pass him up. Yes, that's where we get from this um, getting derailed from your draft board. That's where we have so much of this, you know, sense of, all right, what is, how are we going to do is, is, you know, how do they get so far pushed away from the draft board that they start picking up guys like JJ, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, 
how do we get pushed in that direction? Um, I, th- this is where I don't, I don't understand it. You know, I, I don't understand, you know, even, even with the Dillard pick, you know, they were like, all right, you know, they traded up to get Dillard. And at that point, you know, they didn't think he was going to be on the board at the time. That's what happens. Yeah. I forget how many spots they moved up to get him. Like two or three, wasn't it? Okay. okay. It was like two or three spots. I think get Dillard. Look, I, I think, uh, coming up and we'll talk about this here on the middle but i, I think people are out to game howie roseman i think howie <laughs> roseman is a mark because they know he loves to move yeah. around yep and i'm yeah. telling you it's coming all right Look, got he's, him he's We're a nomad on the board he's got, got a little mark on him three card money he's playing a shell game he's showing his cash and showing his ass if you missed any of today's show on the jacob media channel listen to the podcast on your way home available on youtube apple and spotify three years later they fired their super bowl winning head coach they traded the highest paid qb in franchise history and they traded down in the 2021 nfl draft what does it all mean now Find out during the draft from the premier Philadelphia Eagles reporter, Derek Gunn. Watch, listen to Draft Takes with Derek Gunn across the Jacob Media Network, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Wow. What's that? 
trade offer that was rebuffed. Is the middle on the sports map radio? Who's that? For Aaron Rodgers. Oh. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Right, we have hit draft day and we'll be live throughout on the Jacob Media YouTube page as we have preview to reaction, everything. Gunner's going to be on every time the Eagles make a pick to push this thing for as late and as current a uh, reaction as you can get, late into the night and as current up-to-date reaction. Who knows? Maybe they do have two picks. Maybe they do trade back. Yeah, I'll be popping on too after the oh, okay. uh, Eagles make their selection. Right away. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm looking here at an interesting uh, tweet. Uh, Bill Michaels, a verified account, um, says that this uh, trade offer was made between two teams and since rebuffed. Uh, but it was first. Isn't like something that happened six years ago. No, this, this is uh, first reported by Paul Allen, who's the Vikings play-by-play guy and confirmed by, by others, it says. No, this is current. The 49ers apparently offered the Packers the third overall pick in this year's draft, plus other picks and a number of players from their current roster, including Garoppolo, for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers turned them down. <laughs> is there any question about that? What's about the best quarterback <laughs> playing right now? Yeah, but he wants Second out. Best, rather. Yeah, he right. Wants he wants out. out. Like, why wouldn't you cut your losses if you could get – you may not look at this draft and think that the third best available quarterback or it's not worth it to get anybody other than Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I guess I could understand that. But here's the thing. If you know, if you're in the inner workings of these conversations and Rodgers and his agent or his agent – have basically told you this ain't going to work. Wouldn't you cut your losses now? Uh, they I, already I spent think, a first round have. pick on a quarterback two years ago. Right, well, that's I, the yeah. problem. That's that's their own idiocy that yeah. may disrupt this plan. But I wouldn't, and, and I don't know about. But it's worked for him though. Before. It's worked for him before though. It's worked for him before. Right. With Rod, they got a Rod, but right. I don't think he's in that much of a. Of a, of a, you know, have his panties up in a rush that much that he would, you know, demand to be out. I, you know, he didn't make that much noise that they do, they would even entertain trading him. What's well, all the, the second best? Well, it depends on, you know, Patrick Mahomes or you go A Rod, you know, the best quarterbacks right now. Those two are probably the best quarterbacks right now. And I think it's, it's not even 1A, 1B. I think they're right there together. I don't know. I'd do it. If I knew that I was going to lose Rodgers, I, I think I'd make the trade. Or I'd know I'd make the trade. Well, how are they going to lose him? I mean, his contract up next year? Is that what you're talking about? Well, what is his contract up? You're basically contract, throwing, he's tradable next year. You're basically yeah. throwing the NFC championship away. Yes. Yeah. That's you're basically what you're doing Yeah, you, you're, this year. But Barrett just made the point. Like, this is a team who's aggressively replaced quarterbacks who are still there. And they mm -hmm. tried, at least with Jordan Love, I guess last year this is you're actually moving on look at all the nonsense that happened with brett Favre, man they didn't get anything back for Favre. Favre just left yeah he went on and yeah. stunk well, it wasn't awful right away but no i mean he got a team to an nfc championship game but he knew and and they knew what they had in a rod evidently they don't see enough in love to yeah. make that decision and i think that's the biggest thing 
if they if they thought that they had enough, they would have done it. But they don't see enough. In mm-hmm. fact, A. Rod's going not going to let them think that there's enough. He's not going to let that kid play. He's not going to let him play. I yeah, can't see it. That's the difference. Is if you know that this kid's moving on or guy is moving yeah. on, and you want to get something out of it, or do you try and salvage? Do you try and salvage this relationship and say, look, where are you going to go? You're going to go to San Francisco and ride out the sunset, or do you want one or two more years here Mm -hmm. where you can legit be basically jettisoned into the playoffs? That division is much easier to win, or at least right now, than the NFC West. I don't know know what the – like if Aaron – he's a Southern California guy, right? Northern right. California. Northern California. Yeah. Even better. That's home for yeah. in San Francisco then. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's keeping Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, a team that drafted a quarterback in the first round last year. We already know that he has a tough time getting along with everybody. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they're beyond rumors. It was like Rodgers was publicly upset with the team not doing enough. So I just don't know. I, I don't know. That's a tough situation, man, because – I really do think, and you know, just just bouncing from what you saw with uh, Favre, if they thought Love was any any type of, of of a player to even, you know, put themselves in a position where they could win with them a little bit, I, I think they would have pulled the trigger. But they're not going to pull the trigger. I mean, he's not he's not where he needs yeah. to be. At all, all right. So how'd the draft show go today, Barrett? I peeked in at it uh, once or twice. I even give you a, a an I hate to do it to you. <laughs> you were trying to pronounce the linebacker from Notre Dame's name. Yeah, what the hell is his yeah, name? And bro? you said I'm not really good at English. <laughs> <laughs> I don't major in English. Right. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you I'll tell you how to go out there and, and get a cross body block or you know what I'm saying, drive my hips through. I can do that. Right. I can tell you that all day. Yeah, Jason Avant on the show, uh Aton. Yeah, what yeah. uh, what Jason have to say? Anything interesting? We talked about the Eagles. Yeah, you're talking about um, this is the first time in what since Andy Reid that we don't know who this organization is as far as the coach. We 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 have no idea about anything. This coach. I mean, and he also he also brought some up. Is this organization that scared to 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 bring in somebody with the with just a little bit of pull? Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of of of. You know, like, you know, you can go out there and, and make a decision on their own or to them. You can't even bring in somebody with this little bit of heart in this organization. You went out and got everybody that you can mold the way you want to mold them. You know, nobody has any backbone yep. in the organization besides the two that, that have the backbone. You're not allowed to. Right. So how do you run an organization like that? Yep. How do you take this organization to another level? You know, you need more than just your way of thinking. To run a team. Mm. Sometimes well, you don't know it all. I'll tell you, looking at how this first round could play out and the Eagles just kind of sitting in the backdrop there. Patriots, this is an hour ago. DraftKings has the Patriots as the odds on favorite to draft Justin Fields. Now, it's not wow. by a ton. But mm. Patriots at plus two, Panthers at plus three. And then the Niners and Falcons each at plus five. So I feel like Justin Fields is going to be such a key cog in the draft. Because 
if Fields goes three, let's say to San Francisco, then it starts the Mac Jones watch, right? Does Jones slip? Does he fall? Is it a Brady Quinn scenario? Or does somebody trade up immediately to four and say, okay, we got to get Mac Jones before the Falcons or somebody else? Well, does. What about Trey Lance too? Well, that's the thing, right? Is you have Lance involved in this conversation as well, where he may already have traded up at four and comfortable with taking Trey Lance. I don't think you're going to have five quarterbacks taken one through five because the Bengals will have their choice. But let's say it's not. Let's say it's Mac Jones and then Trey Lance. And now you're four. Right. Now you have Justin Fields available at five. How high are the Patriots going to trade up to secure a kid like Fields? Well, you got uh, five would be a vulnerable spot and seven, eight, or nine. You think the Bengals trade? I don't think the Bengals trade out. No, I don't either. But I'm saying, well, yeah, the Bengals trade Bengals at five, but they could trade back a few slots and I mean, still get got, a good you've got player. Chase and Sewell that would essentially be off the board, right? When you trade back, mm-hmm. they have a lot of needs too. It's not like they're one or two players away Fair. from competing. Fair, right. you That's know. Fair. I mean, Miami already has a ton of draft picks this year and a lot I, of young players. So You don't I, see I don't, Miami making that trade with no, Nick, no, no, but I'm, uh, you, you know, know I, I think that they, I think they stay steadfast and I think they may, they may get a good, they'll get a good quarterback, even if they stay where they're at. Who's that? They can get um, New, New England? England. They can get Mac Jones or even Trey Lance if they stay where they are. Well, that's assuming that, other teams aren't taking a quarterback. The only team I think likely to get a quarterback right now is the Broncos, but I don't see them as – I think they're going to ride with Drew Locke anyways. Well, wow, I, they, they, they would pass on a Justin Fields yeah. for a Drew Locke? I, I don't know, man. Well, wow. I, mean, I, I sent you guys my mock draft. I I, I told you I think that uh, – Yeah, Sam I didn't like that mock fields. draft, Barry. I know I, you I gotta, didn't. You didn't respond to I it I got to be honest with you. I hate to do it to you because <laughs> I saw on there – I looked at that. I looked it up, uh, up and down, and I saw you have Terrace Marshall Jr. going 29th to the Packers. That pissed me off. I could see that, though. I could yeah. see him falling all the way down because of the injury in a team. It's like- just the injury. That's the only yeah. thing, the injury. No, if it weren't for the injury, he'd, be the, he'd probably be the number four uh, wide receiver. Well, I've seen him in the second round, too, in many. Well, that's draft. only because of his injury, man. Yeah. That kid That kid. I want good. the Eagles to get him at 37. He's 6'2", man. 6'2", 205. I know. Can run like a deer. I know. See, here's here's the – automatically, I, this is the problem I had, right, is that I knew you were going to hunker down and die on this Justin Fields to San Francisco Hill. <laughs> and then also, there's like a 10% chance that Atlanta stays put. And even still – There's more than a 10% chance. They are going to no stay way. right there. Watch what no I tell way. you. No way. Yes. They've been talking about trading Julio Jones for months now. There's no way, especially, look, if Fields goes three, then I think you're definitely going to see Atlanta trade out to give somebody the opportunity to take Trevor or to take Trey Lance or Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. And look how far you have Mac Jones fallen, man, to the Bears. To 20. 20? Yeah. Yes. You're crazy. Uh, he's he's just going a, a second round. Absolutely. He's not alone. I've seen that too. 
in a, in a you should go to the second round. Yeah, you've seen it when somebody's on their like mock draft 4.0 and they just need to start coming up with these crazy <laughs> scenarios. Barrett just fast forwarded. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm not doing 1.0, 2.0. I'm just going to give you the 7.0. Right. <laughs> I tell you what I really like, though, in here is that you've got two running backs going in the first round. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, look, Steelers with Harris is a lock. I get that. But Etienne is is a wild card, and I like it. I I think that For the it, Bills, yeah, yeah, I like them going to the Bills, man. They had no running game against the last game against mm -hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs. They had no running game whatsoever. They couldn't run the rock to save them lives, so they had to pass the rock. Why not bring Travis Etienne in there, a big back, fast back, four three catch guy, the ball out of the backfield, too. catch it out. I mean, yeah. he could be instrumental in that offense even on third down. He'd be the perfect guy for them. There's one to look at here, and I have it up. Arizona to draft Jalen Waddle. I talked to uh, our buddy Michael Calabrese from. They're the gonna Alabama. move up. Yep, yep. I think if if you see Waddle start to slip for whatever reason, because you've got two guys ahead of him that you could argue would go. Cardinals tra trading up. They've they are in love with Jalen Waddle, like publicly in love with Jalen Waddle and you could get him at plus 1700 right now to draft Waddle. That may not be. Well, they, have to, they have to trade it to the top 10 to do it though. Waddle's going in the top 10. You think so? I know. So I know. So wow. and I say he's go. To, I say he goes to uh, the Lions simply because who is Jared Goff going to throw to their two best receivers are gone. Mm -hmm. Both are gone. They have to bring in a weapon for Jared Goff. Have to. You can't. They can't get past to without honest. getting. A, um. What'd you say? I think Detroit is is a very viable team spot for them to trade back. If Ooh. the Patriots come knocking, Ooh. Detroit might be because I. Here's the thing. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. I want to further the point you just made, Barrett, about mm -hmm. Goff and, and what's happening in Detroit. It's draft day here on the Middle Jacob Media YouTube PhillyVoice.com slash the Middle. And of course, listening on Sports Map Radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Three years later, they fired their Super Bowl winning head coach. They traded the highest paid QB in franchise history. And they traded down in the 2021 NFL Draft. What does it all mean now? Find out during the draft from the premier Philadelphia Eagles reporter, Derek Gunn. Watch, listen to Draft Takes with Derek Gunn across the Jacob Media Network, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports 
all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. We had a lot of happenings last night in that baseball game. Which baseball game? The Phillies Cardinals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Morgan. I grew up a Cardinals fan. Harper and Gregorius are out today. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we have no movement as of yet. Patriots are trending right now. And I thought maybe there would be something, but nothing as of yet. I wonder if there's going to be any surprises in the back end of the first round, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's look at this. The Eagles, for example, anywhere from Philly up in the second round, top 10, let's say. Is there a team that you could see trading back into the first round? That happens a lot, especially now in the prime time, right? I could see the Eagles doing it. Yeah, I think so. For who? I, I mean, it depends if somebody's falling or if they feel they need to trade up to get a certain, you know, wide receiver. If they don't take that at 12, I, I you know, I could see they've got, they've got expendable capital in the third round that could get them back in. I could see the Philadelphia Eagles overcompensating for not drafting a cornerback at 12 and making that trade back into the first round to secure Barrett's guy. The corner, who's a little banged up, he actually has Caleb Farley going. Oh, to Farley. Farley, yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see a scenario like that where the Eagles realize he ain't going to be available. Yeah, in the or Newsom. That would be that would or be Newsom. perfect because apparently, according to some, he's going to need surgery again. Yeah, you <laughs> told me you said that yesterday, right? Well, I didn't say it. I I just read Benjamin Albright's tweet, who had talked. He talks to a lot of GMs, but um. Yeah, that would be that would be vintage Howie. Oh, he's a first round, you know, he's a top fifteen player. We got him at thirty. Yeah, I hate to do it to rated on the first round, but that's, uh, that's value. It's a steal. <laughs> the voices, does the. That's voices. how you play. That's how you play the board, Aton. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's a ridiculous sentence or analogy that doesn't hold up. It's like one of these old foghorn leghorns without the accent, right? I'll, I'll it's, see, like, I'll uh, see. it's like letting two sides of a hot dog. Yeah, that's like what? I'll see, I'll see. Yeah, it's it's we much- gotta get great value. I, I like chocolate or vanilla. <laughs> right. 
pepperoni, pepperoni or sausage. Oh man, do people still get Neapolitan ice cream, or is that uh, no longer a thing? Oh my goodness! Well, that strawberry know, never got eaten in my. Nah, house. the strawberry you was know, always. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I was about to say, you know what pisses me off? My family does that. They'll eat the the chocolate and the vanilla, and it'd be just one big strip of that. That yeah. I mean, why don't you just get half and half? You know, just the chocolate and the vanilla. Right. It'd be one strip of of strawberry sitting there. It's so bad the dog doesn't even eat it. You know, usually mm-hmm. the dog will lick up any kind of ice cream. It doesn't even. Right. It, it won't eat the. Uh, strawberry at all. I always preferred mint to strawberry as far as ice cream goes. Yeah, but you can't, like Barrett's right though about ripping through the Neapolitan. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just, (laughs) you can't go full like that's that's animalistic tendency. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. That's being a savage, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's just going to eat the you know chocolate and vanilla and just leave one big strip. Yeah, that that would be like going into a pizza and stripping off some of the toppings right, off of right, somebody's right, piece and put right. them extra. Like I want extra pepperonis on mine, so I'm going to take this slice next. Time. I'm going to rip off all the pepperonis, put it on mine, <laughs> and then leave that slice of pizza in the box. There's a great Simpsons bit on Neapolitan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, chocolate. No. <laughs> mm, chocolate. No. Marge, we need some more vanilla chocolate and strawberry ice cream. We'll get some at the store tomorrow, Homer. Mm, chocolate. <laughs> so, so only the vanilla and the strawberry were left in that's the box. It. That's it. Oh, yeah, and that's the luck right there that yeah. you have vanilla left. A lot of times you won't have vanilla left. Right. Why did you just say, why don't you just get chocolate? You know, that's that's the business of it, you know. Because that's the basis right there. Just get right. chocolate. Because people are idiots. <laughs> or just get vanilla and put Hershey's syrup on it. Right. <laughs> well, that's like a steak. Like, you know, yeah. if, if vanilla ice cream were better, then you wouldn't need toppings, right? Well, vanilla ice cream's great. That's, See, that's what I missed. This syrup and all this other stuff on there. You know, you give me an ice cream that already has the stuff built in, like Rocky Road. I don't need anything on That's top of too a much. rocky road. Yeah, this, this this is it right here. This is what I missed in my draft show. I didn't get any of this. Oh yeah, you didn't get this from uh, Jason Avant. No, he wasn't uh, giving you any rocky road no. blasts. No, it was just straightforward. You know, we just you know, it's just this this was game planning, straightforward. You know, this was straight back to the Eagles. <laughs> we've we've done. We haven't even moved away from. The draft. I got a baseball thing wow. I'm doing later today. Like, yeah. I, yeah, why I touched anything? Why are you doing a baseball? It's thing? fantasy. That's why. No, it's that. That's all. Yeah. But oh, Bryce Harper got any hit in the face last night. Wow. He's apparently okay, but he's not going to play today. Gregorius got beaned. He's out today. Phillies going to win. You to watch the Phillies guys getting hit in the face. Yeah. Are you, is everybody uh, still upset now that the Atlanta Hawks? I, I know this was a thing today. I watched a lot of that last night. That the Atlanta Hawks didn't field the team. Look, I wouldn't field the team either if I knew Trey Young was out. Right. Well, how about we that? Should've... How about that punk Chris Dunn last night? You see that? It was an unbelievable play from Shake Milton to uh, Matisse Thibel on a break, and Dunn. Uh, it gets in the way of Thibel, who's trying to get a high five back from. Uh, from shake, and he, he like got in his way and like kind of pushed him, and it almost started a fight. What a punk he is! <laughs> when you're down thirty, man, emotions, yeah, yeah. emotions. Hey, they look. Sixers have clinched a playoff spot, so at least there's something positive now, as you know, heading into the postseason. I, I'm still not resting until I know that they clinch home court. 
Mm-hmm. Me either. And like this is this is like the Chiefs clinching a playoff spot in week nine. Okay, yeah. great. You did exactly right. what we all thought you were going to do. Now go ahead and get home field. No, you're right. And what are they? One game back now uh, from the back. Nets. Yeah. Yes. And they've played the same amount of games as correct. the Nets now. So that is correct. <laughs> well, I had I had visions this morning, early morning. I was up early today. And I'm like, you know, how's this draft going to play? How would I love to see this draft play out for the Eagles? I, I would love to see J.C. Horn sitting at 12 and Howie not screw it up and just take him. So now you have Horn and Slay as your cornerbacks, okay? Just plug them in. And then in the second round, because other teams do other things, uh, you know, and maybe the, the, another quarterback goes ahead, teams trade into the first right. round to get a player that they don't think is going to be there. But Terrace Marshall Jr. is sitting there at 37. He won't get past 38 at the Bengals because they put him right there with Joe Burrow. We got a break, but hold, hold on. Finish Eagles take him. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on... Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. 
Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Is anybody going to Cleveland? Like, <laughs> it would take a lot for me to go to Cleveland, man. And the NFL draft is not one of those things. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'd go to Cleveland for a, a nice weekend, man. Visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, that's that's six hours. That's eight hours. Okay, well, you play golf somewhere. He's got some nice courses around there. You really the- are at the mercy. Uh, this is like, remember that game, the Oregon Trail? You got the where- flats, though. Who? The flats. Yeah, the flats. That's where all the bars are, right? Where all the bars and stuff are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, every city has a, an area. Beale Street, right? Yeah. I mean, you could go down the list. Just because the flats exist doesn't mean I want a long... Trust me. Aton would shoot flats. down any city's bar area if you gave him the opportunity. Oh, I, I that's not true at all. Ah, every Memphis, city's got one of those. Nashville, even Knoxville. And you have to be careful a little bit. Knoxville? Yeah. I'm, I'm party down in Knoxville, man. Watch oh, out. Oh, yeah? Well, across the board, you know, you've got Knoxville, Nashville in the middle, and then Memphis out yeah. west. So, I've been in Memphis, and I've been in Knoxville, and I've been in Nashville, but I never partied in Knoxville. Well, you part, you know, you go yeah. out for a UT game, right? Neyland Stadium. Neyland Stadium. Yeah. Can only yeah. hold so many folks. At some point, you get the spillover. Right, right. Look, even that area, that little stretch area in the Bronx, isn't bad. Yeah, you know. Not, well, what's not what's your beef all. against Cleveland? I, I don't really understand. I don't know. I don't really have a beef per se. You mm. think there's a, it's like a beef? Sounds uh, like you're really out on it, right? I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I went to like I, I had to do a UT game, but I, I've never just went out. I mean, I went out eight eight. Um, I went out and got some food there. You know, some, <laughs> that's about it. No, but I'm saying when you go to Cleveland, you can do the double Hall of Fame. You can go down to Canton, which isn't far away, go to the NFL you know, Football Hall of Fame, then do the rock and roll, go see a, an Indians game, play around the golf, have a couple of shots and beers in the flats, get a nice meal, and go home. Yeah. That's it? It's that simple? It's that easy? <laughs> You've already got your weekend mapped out and planned out in Cleveland? It's not bad. Oh, it's all right. All right. I, I'm just thinking uh, okay. there, are, there are better places out there to spend a week. Right. Adam Shine loves Cleveland. I'm sure he does. The Flats. Adam Shine. <laughs> Rule five, Adam Shine. Yes. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Adam Shine. No, that's Adam Levine. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was all the same, to be honest with you. Adam, who's Adam Shine? Adam, we talked about him yesterday. <laughs> Jeez. Didn't get it. Oh my God. He did a whole impression. 
It was one no? of the best parts of the show. That's all right. It was it wasn't <laughs> memorable as memorable as you oh. thought. That's probably I was just worried about Mike Tyson. Yeah. That's, all I was yeah. about. that's what led in. That's why that's where that came from. We wanted to make sure that you were that you had some sort of contribution. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. That you could do something. <laughs> See, I, this is what happens when Barrett's already done a show before the show. He's I'm out on this one. No. He's cooked. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. He's out on this one. He's right. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I, you know, I applaud you guys, man. When you got to run that thing solo, that's you just got to keep talking. Man, I'm out on that. Well, you had heard Harry jump in, right? You had the stream. The stream was there for you. Oh, they not? No, I was doing my mock draft, so it was really nothing. I had to do my mock draft. Now, tomorrow I'll be different. I got to do it tomorrow, too. I'm going to have my – and I'm just going to talk about, you know, what went on in the draft in the first round. So it'll be a lot different. I don't have to go through my – you know, I had to get my, my drafts done, my mock draft done. But okay. I'll be able to just free flow this next show. But this just keep show. talking. That's all this show is, is a free flow anyway. So you're good. Right. I mean, think all, all the research you did, all the activities leading up to it. Th this is easy. Yeah. It's just throw cool. that out the, out the window. Seriously. It's <laughs> all free flow, man. The cool down element. Of only, that's, that's I, I said the mock draft. There was no response to it. Like, what is this? <laughs> no, I saw you had, a, you had a bunch of viewers up there when I popped in. Oh, yeah. I had a couple of viewers. Yeah. There. Yeah. You know. But I mean, is this? You guys do shows by yourself all the time. Not me so much. Aton does. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm actually not a fan of the solo show. Oh me, I'm. Well, I, I am not now. Mm -hmm. No, I think not you now. need other voices. Unless it's like on a street. If you're just listening, then I'm with you. There needs to be another voice at least. Mm -hmm. But if you're watching, like well, you guys are out on me stuff. I, think I brought it up to you guys, and you said I said no. What do you mean? You guys are like, don't ask me. Well, because we're already doing a show. <laughs> I'm doing a show also. Nobody, nobody cares about my mock draft. <laughs> They'd rather see me mock drafts of beer. True. <laughs> if you were to do a first I guarantee I'd get views. I guarantee yeah. you. Well, yeah, you and uh, Joe Sixpack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'd be mocking a draft. Exactly. You'd be making fun of the right. Hull Gardens right. new draft and how ridiculous. That's that's a mock draft right there. Right. Yeah, give me a pint of Hull Garden. And you sit there and you rip it. How frou-frou and awful yeah. it is. You love hoes. Yeah. But I'm out on this Hull Garden. <laughs> right. right. Now, I'm pro Ho, not yeah. garden. That's all. That's the difference. I think that uh, could I definitely think that could do. So, um, I mean... If he if if Howie messes this up, what what do you think this city's gonna do? Well, well to find mess it up, yeah. I, and that's that's where and like I wrote that earlier this week. Yeah, where I think the parameters have been narrowed for him. It's like the bumpers that you put up at the bowling lanes. Mm -hmm. So he could still miss nine of ten pins. But I think the gutter ball is out. Like, I think for him, a gutter ball now would be for him to trade out of the first round or trade back to like the 20s. That's mm -hmm. where I think Howie, to your point, Barrett, messes this thing up. But I mean, there's going to be, you know, the, the portion of the fan base that has to have a wide receiver in the first round is going to be very upset if he leaves 
Devontae Smith, Waddle, anybody of these other guys on the board and takes an offensive lineman or a cornerback that they don't like. Right. You know? That that this city be up. I I doubt if he makes it. Yeah, but past the week. Like at, at, at to what extent, right? Like to what extent are we talking about? Well, here? the other the other part, McSertan, and leave Devonte Smith and Jalen Waddle on the board. Whoever's mad is going to be told to shut up and deal with it. Right. And I think the same thing. Look, if they take Devonte Smith and Sertan and. Horn are on the board. There will be people who want the other guy, but this is not the case of Jefferson over Rager. Like, I don't yeah. think how he makes the bad, the, the worst pick. Either way, he's taking somebody who will be immediately asked to impact this team. Well, that's what happens when you have so many positions of need on a team. Uh, you know, you it's know, almost a can't miss. You're right. right exactly. In, in that respect. But the other thing is if you get your your cornerback in the first round and the people that wanted a wide out, they're going to be enraged for a day until Friday. If the Eagles stay at 37 and then select a wide receiver that people are okay with, then you know, it's like you're, you're, you're upset for a certain amount of hours until the second pick comes in and that right, position right, right. is addressed. It's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll accept this for right now. Right. For but right it, now. except for last year, when they take the wide receiver that, or they left the wide receiver on the board that everybody wanted and everybody should have gotten, and then they take a quarterback in the second round, it was just it was just done from the beginning, bro. Yes, it was just done. I mean, come on, how do you do that? You miss out on uh, Jefferson, and then you turn right back around and you miss out on Mims. Also, Mims right. was sitting right there, although we didn't want Mims because he ended up talking crazy. Still hadn't done anything, but those are the type of things you know we we. We miss out on, you know, I mean, come on now. I mean, I, I, I like Rager. I like Rager. I just like but Jefferson. There isn't anybody that, that will be compared to unless the guy is a bust. But we won't know that Patrick Sertan or Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle or J.C. Horn, we won't know those guys to be bust until they go out there and actually bust. So that's where I think who care? And I say this knowing we will care about it, but – if some idiot has a problem with them drafting J.C. Horn over Devontae Smith, that's going to last for about a couple of days mm -hmm. until it gets back on the field and it's like, hey, these guys can all play. What killed us last year is watching Jalen Rager struggle to adapt to the NFL while Justin Jefferson looked like a 10-year vet. Right. No, that, wasn't I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Look, even if they take Rashawn Slater Barrett, I think there'll be a couple of days of, oh, my God, he screwed this up until people realize that this offensive line needs a lot of help, both financially and physically. Well, I don't I don't think necessarily we, we saw that um, Rager sucked. I think Rager, he didn't struggle either. I think the entire team struggled. And well, that's he why he had as no well. Like it wasn't like he, he, he was, was hurt, though. It was, with, with him, he was hurt. Number one. Number two, Carson sucks so bad, man. I mean, it's hard to go out there and play when you got a guy that just really, truly sucks. I mean, stank it up. I mean, it was horrible, man. Some of the some of the decisions that Carson made and didn't make were were catastrophe, man. It was it was it was horrible. So I, I can't really say that Rager is bad because I couldn't see or or gauge him even trying to get the ball. I mean, the Who first would you game have right now moving forward. What'd you say? Who would you rather have right now moving forward? Oh, there's no question about that. Well, you know, 
That's that's okay. That's that's all I'm saying is that no. Jalen Rager can't play, but I don't think we're going to be in that situation this year with who Howie Roseman drafts. I don't think we'll look back and have draft envy about somebody being there that they could have taken. I think we'll look. I think we, for the majority of us, we'll like it. We'll accept it. Maybe Rashawn Slater would be the other guy. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, because that goes back to all those years, even though many of them were the correct pick of Andy Reid lineman picks. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> even though that's the philosophy is sound. That Very philosophy sound. is sound. Yeah. Yeah. Very sound in the aspect you take care of the trenches. Mm-hmm. The trenches will take care of you. Exactly. But then we went through all those years where what if he would have had that same what if he had, you know, just a little, a little bit of sense of how he picked guys in in Kansas City with yeah. receivers? You know, we were, we had Todd Pinkston. I know. Look at the guys he's got now. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. You're like, where? You know, he, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? So, at some point, he figured it out. Right. You know, he, he figured it all out. out. Like, right. you know, because he had what he had Schwartz. He had uh, what was the other uh, tackle Fisher. He, yeah. you know, he still stayed by that credo but then he realized look i need i need some guys that can go get it yeah you know i <laughs> can't survive with fourth round you know dogs he, he, he traded for Watkins, and then he just, yeah. he just went out there and fielded him a a, a track team did he <laughs> he drafted a running back in the first round last year never does that never crazy never. right right i don't Edward know Delaire. it changes you it, it changes yeah. you man seriously he's a different man all right we got to wrap the hour coming up J.C. Horn to the Cowboys is plus 187. J.C. Horn to the Eagles is plus 400. Uh Uh-oh. I saw those odds dip. Now, this could be just people betting, and it's a ridiculously new novice market, but Horn to the Cowboys is gaining steam. I know. You know why? Daniel Jeremiah put it in his last mock draft. Ah. That's why. Got it. All right. Let's break. We'll wrap coming up. It's... The middle, Jacob Media YouTube. We got you locked in all day with a ton of draft day activity, including some snippets, I'm sure, from Barrett's show earlier today, just to catch you up on how he thinks this thing will play out. We'll wrap the hour on the network coming up next. It's the middle on Jacob Media YouTube, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation. And we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. 
the, the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon, mignon with Crown Royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie? You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on floor. Wow, so we might have a live crow being eaten on this show. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I'll fill you in when we get back on the network. We need to bring in Jake <laughs> Asman. He's still in the studio. Um, it, has, it doesn't have to do with Asman, but we can always bring him in. Oh, okay, I thought it might have to. No, no, this is uh, based on the tweet I put out this morning and a listener. Somebody went full Gordy? Yeah, they went full Gordita. (laughs) Oh, no. I didn't realize that. Yeah. (laughs) Show Gordy. (laughs) Oh, man. Send him an invite. (laughs) Joe? Yeah. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I don't have it. I could send. I don't have Joe Torty on here. I'm sorry. I have Joe Bell. You think he'll answer? Probably. Uh, Joe I, Mason, who covers everything for the Delco Northeast Times, actually. I apologize. Mm. No. No, no Joe Torty. Joe no. Krause, who runs Jacob Media. Of course. He's too busy doing everything here for Jacob. So, no. Sorry, brother. All right. Well, I have a live eat eating crow update. I'm ready that, for it. That could happen on this show, depending on how things play out in the draft. I told you about, I said uh, my tweet this morning, I said, although at move the sticks, uh, which is Daniel Jeremiah's Twitter. Latest mock draft has me worried. I'm seeing visions of J.C. Horn at 12 and Terrace Marshall Jr. at 37 for the Eagles. Am I crazy? Are you with me, Howie? And I got a lot of response, a lot of reaction early this morning, including from a guy named Jeff Mooney. At jmoon213 says, if they get Horn and Marshall, I'll eat a live crow. So I responded to him and I said, well, that would have to happen live on the stream on the middle. And right. he said, gladly. Okay. Well, so he's committed. Thrown down. He the is gauntlet is down. Committed. You he know might what? He committed at the end of being committed. Possibly. That will never happen. I'm sorry. What? 
that they draft two high quality players that that will, that will contribute this year. Well, that that, that was his <laughs> that was his intent of his tweet. He agrees with you, Barrett. Yep. He's like, "There's no way this could work out that way because Absolutely. it makes too much damn sense. Way too much sense." Is there anything you'd like to eat live on the air if, in fact, that does come true? Maybe you and our buddy Mooney Mooner, what's his name? Uh, J Moon two one three. Maybe I our buddy you and Moon can make an appearance. I wouldn't even entertain that, man. That's that's this this is that'll never happen. All right, we're back. Start of the second hour. John McMullen may join us between he and Barrett. These guys are probably exhausted from birds 365 to the mock draft. Keep it here. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Three years later, they fired their Super Bowl-winning head coach. They traded the highest-paid QB in franchise history. And they traded down in the 2021 NFL Draft. What does it all mean now? Find out during the draft from the premier Philadelphia Eagles reporter, Derek Gunn. Watch, listen to Draft Takes with Derek Gunn across the Jacob Media Network, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Yeah, now the um, 
the fourth floor stall checked in on Twitter and said, the question for tonight's draft is, will there be another person spotted in the background on a toilet with the door open while a team's pick is being given live? Remember Vrabel? <laughs> Vrabel's house? It looked like somebody was sitting on the john. Yep. You're right. That was outstanding. Was that done on purpose? <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was ever debunked. Like I think it was like a reflection in the glass. Okay. And you could see somebody looked like they were sitting on a toilet. Yeah. I don't know if they really were or not. It did look like that, though. Did it? <laughs> it did look like that. You're yeah. right. Now, what the hell? <laughs> so did Ray Diddy ever get back to you, Barrett? No, he didn't. I called him a couple times, too. What the heck's up with him, man? Mm. Mm -hmm. That's a flip phone, probably, isn't it? No, he doesn't have a phone. This is a this is regular house oh, phone. Oh, that's his regular house phone? It's so weird, man. Like, I have these these things won't play in its entirety. It's almost... Well, we got some audio with um, Lamar Jackson, too, that we should get to. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm try I was trying to pull it up on the other thing here, but he's got a sense of humor, Lamar. I like it. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. What are you doing, man? Shan, what you got going on, man? Uh, I'm trying to pull up the Lamar Jackson thing because uh, when I do it on the streaming computer, it messes my camera up. So it's so temperamental for some reason. This, uh, know what I did with it. Um, Harry just sent it to me, didn't you? I sent it to you this last yesterday, I think. I emailed it to you. Mm -hmm. And Barrett. Yep. That's all I saw. I just hope there's a whole lot of chaos today and tonight. I love chaos when it comes to the draft. <laughs> like lots of trades, lots of picks that people are like, are you kidding me? I love that stuff. We had, I had too much chaos last year. Imagine having to, to explain why they draft – Rager instead of Jefferson and then turned right back around, had to ask, had to explain why they drafted a quarterback in the second round instead of drafting another wide receiver. It was. You tried to explain that? You had a reason? No, it was no reason. That's the problem. That's why it was so damn hard. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, second hour as we'll inch closer to maybe something happening in the next hour. I, I don't know. Appreciate some people jumping in here on the stream, the Jacob Media YouTube stream, uh, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. See Nikki Emmons, Eric V in the house. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody popping in here. Harry, she already knows you. What is going on? 
Yeah. Uh, no, I think she just tuned in and said, what are these guys doing? Yeah, like, I think, right. I mean, that's like Aton's like looking for something and it was kind of like a lot of dead air. She's like, what is this crap? <laughs> dead air. Yeah. Get enough dead air. I mean, just Jeez. say something. <laughs> well, I was hoping that one of you would say something as I was looking for the Mark Jackson thing. But Well, yeah, but see, this is what happens. Barrett is all gassed. He's already done an hour by himself. He's shot. That's it. You're right. There's something to that, man. He's got to no. reload for NBC Sports Philly tonight. He's going to be taking a nap. Huge five and a half hours. Right? Five and a half hours. Yeah. No, it's coming, man. It's definitely coming. That's the Lamar Jackson. Yeah, stuff. that's the video. But uh, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get yeah. the audio up here. I saw this yesterday. I thought this was hilarious. Now we won't be able to hear it though. Oh, we won't. No, not. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. What, that's what, what he was what, doing. What happened at your studio? Because we used to be able to play this stuff. Well, I know, but all of a sudden there is a, a problem here, <laughs> where if I use a different, even if I use a different browser. I run risk of this stupid StreamYard program that we're using freezing because of the mm -hmm. camera. Ah. The more quality equipment you use, the more strain it's putting on this computer. And I have a ah. dedicated computer for streaming, so there, there are issues. But we'll play the Lamar stuff. At okay. the very least, we'll make sure that even if it's at the expense of my camera, I'll make sure that we play the Lamar stuff. Is that fair? Yeah, so is that why your camera goes off every now and then? Yeah, we're having some issues here. Wow. At least you can hear me. That's all yeah, I care about. That's true. That's all. And you got the Simpsons chocolate. chocolate that's true. Neapolitan ice cream. That's a good so, point. I've done my job. That's that was it. classic right there. I enjoyed that. Good. I'm glad. I'm happy. You did. We're back in three. It's the middle. Jacob Media, Philly Voice. We're everywhere. Sports Map Radio. Trade could have happened. Stay tuned. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. 
Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, the second hour here, beginning live on the network as we're back. And we'll try and get everything else from the trade that is, I guess, is believed to, to happen, but is not happening yet, and it probably won't happen. But which I trade think, are you talking about? You're well, not talking about the, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm confused. Yeah, what's going on? It's oh, the Eagles happening. are going to trade up? Yeah, I, I don't I don't see it happening. Because there was a trade yesterday that did happen. It didn't get a whole lot of fanfare. Teddy Bridgewater got moved. Right. Did you see anything change as a result of that? Win totals or anything like that? Uh, I didn't I didn't even really look. I doubt I doubt there'd be much change. Nope. Look at that. Eric V here. Vasaluzo, I apologize if I butcher that, but we appreciate the donation. Not necessary, but always welcome. Dream scenario at 12, Waddle, trade up 27, Farley. Look, I, I think that, even if it's not the actual names, that is as, that's way more likely of a scenario for me to play out with the Eagles than anything else, which is they take somebody at 12 and they overcompensate because that guy's not a cornerback to trade back into the first round to take somebody like Farley or anybody that's still available. Who has some injury concerns. Yeah. Yeah, but even be vintage, not Farley, Howie. I think they do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Newsom, uh, you know, some of these mock drafts have Newsom going as high as, you know, like around 20. And then others have him, you know, slipping down into the early part of the second round, the cornerback from Northwestern. Right. Right. You know. He'd be a nice player too. Asante Samuel Jr. is going to be, you know, in that ballpark of an area as far as, you know, the Eagles picking in the second round. There'll be some good ones left. This is a this is a deep, deep draft and quarterback, yeah. you know, the deepest I've seen in a long time. So yeah, that and uh offensive tackles, even though my mock draft I'm had they're gonna make a run with a bunch of tackles um in the first round. But yeah, man, it's it's a deep as far as offensive linemen and as deep in defensive backs. Now, it looks like there's a question here for you, Barrett, on the stream from Nikki asking whether the additional game added to the schedule will affect the rosters. Oh, yeah. They're supposed to allow them to have more. Um, 
more people on the on the squad, right? Yeah, it'll open up. Mm-hmm. And you know, but it as far as win totals and stuff like that, well, I don't know if it'll necessarily um put guys in a better position because if you're bad, you're still gonna be bad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The Eagles are still gonna be bad, so they'll go instead of going, you know, six and ten, they'll go six and eleven. You know, so yeah, but do they do they expand the active roster? Yeah. In other words, like forty six yeah, I mean. players, it's going to be yeah. more than forty six. Yes, yep. they're going to have to. Okay, they're going to have to. Yeah, I think alone you're going to get the expansion of it. Yeah, just alone you're going to get more guys out there. But you know, they yeah, have that's key because you know what raft. That's key because those those are things that you guys didn't really think or factor into game day, but when you're a head coach. Mm-hmm. And your GM is telling you who you should have active and who you shouldn't have active, who you can play and who you can't play. When that came out yesterday, you could have bought me with a wooden nickel. You don't do that. You let the coaches do that. That's, mm-hmm. They're the ones that are going out there and going to battle. They're the ones that are putting guys in the game. Well, they've also the game plan for right, and they've also seen the guys in the week of practice leading up, you know, to say, hey, you, you know, this this guy fits what we're trying to do this week. Well, yeah, I need him activated. Still, yeah, though, you know they're not intimate in the game planning. If they're going to run a reverse with somebody, or they're going to bring in an extra offensive lineman, or they're you know that that's a heavy running team, but they're going to dress another uh, linebacker. Those are things that the coaching staff dictates. Yeah, they don't dictate it upstairs, and that's a problem. When they start dictating that what's going on on the field, then you know it it blurs the line on on you know what people's roles are. No, I'm agreeing with I'm agreeing yeah. with you. You know, because it's the coaches that have seen, you know, been seeing these guys in practice with what they have on the, you know, they run the game plan out on Wednesdays, typically, you know. That's true. I don't need, I don't need the GM stepping in there or the the owner. I don't want any of that. Go sit down, count your money. Right. Or go sit down, go find some more players to play. That's what you do. You don't do that. You know, that's, you know, I, I That'll be like, you know, they'll be like, you know, Howie coming downstairs and telling Jason Peters, hey, um, I want you to jump set this guy instead of um, dropping back and, 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 and mm-hmm. you know, pass setting him. What? You want me to do what? If you don't go sit down somewhere, those are the type of things you can't get involved with. Know your expertise. Know what you do best. I don't know what they do best. Howie Roseman, like, I, he works the cap. That's what we're told. He makes a lot of trades. Mm-hmm. That's what they're told. But that that's stuff that isn't you're not born with it. You're born with the ability to move another massive individual with strength and with a lot of uh, weights and a lot of other activity leading up to and pushing you through. But it's much more difficult of a learned activity to be a professional athlete than it is to be a general manager in the case of like working cap or trading. Like that's easy stuff. Well, yeah, that's stuff that you can do. You know, numbers. You know, not a lot of people can work numbers the way Howie can. We'll give him yeah. that. Well, I I don't know. I don't believe that. Oh well, yeah. Well, past couple of years with the contracts he's given, I mean, there's some we forget about how much dead money. It's like seventy-seven million dollars in dead cap space, right, on this team right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah thirty-four from one player. Yeah, that's uh, half of its Wentz. We stop. We stop talking about that. Yeah, but that's still a major factor on how we go forward uh, this year. They have to be cheap. 
Well, yeah, they and that's, that you know makes it a two-year plan, regardless if anybody wants to admit that it's a two-year plan. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. That's where you start to look down the line and you admit about it being a plan as opposed to just being like trying to pull out of it. Right. And, right. and that's why you really got to hope that Jalen Hurts works out this year because then they have three first round picks potentially with, you know, depending on how much Wentz plays that they can really round out the roster and they don't even have to spend one on a quarterback. Exactly. Let me ask you this scenario here. That'd be okay. the ideal scenario. What, what happens if at 12, the Philadelphia Eagles are staring at a draft board that has either Trey Lance or Mac Jones on the draft board. And let's say new England comes or another team comes up and says, mm -hmm. Hey, we want, are you going to be as upset if they trade back even a couple of picks, if there's something there that they can use as leverage, as opposed to just, Oh man, we don't know who to draft or, Oh man, the three guys we wanted are off the board at 12. So we're going to trade back. Like what they normally do when they trade back seems to be more of a reactionary slash panic move. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the case where they saw value of a quarterback on the board that they weren't going to take. I mean, right. look, it's fields. That's maybe if they it's fields, it. I'd be upset that they didn't that take they didn't fields. Take. Yes. But you wouldn't be upset if they traded back and allowed, let's say new England or another team behind them to get Mac Jones or, Correct. or, uh, Lance or Lance. No, if, I would not be upset. Would Lance also. Yeah. I have no well, it's, idea it's for partly Lance. Passing up on Lance Barrett, right. As, as you're saying, it's partly passing up at that quarterback at 12. And the other part of it is being okay with losing most likely one, if not two of the skill position guys you could get at 12 if you traded back even to 15 or 16. Right. Well, the two positions that you need most would be DB. Mm -hmm. And I would say. Which you could still address at the New England pick. Right. With a and decent player. But Sertan would be off the board if you right still and and Horn right be so and Horn would be off the board Horn. Yeah. Yeah. right now right. both of those guys are off the board which is a possibility yeah right you have right. England trades up right or the, the Giants the Giants and Dallas take DBs you know that could be a definite possibility then we'll be looking at a scenario all right do we overvalue a guy in pay defensive end from um, Quitty Pay from Michigan yeah, yeah. from Michigan. Do we overvalue him and pick him at 12? Because I think he's overvalued, but there's a good chance that uh, the Giants pick him up. Well, no, you're you're, you're trading out of 12. In That's eight what I'm times. saying. Yeah. So if we trade out of it, that leaves pay would be a guy that, you know, that they could likely, they would likely want to draft at pick number 12. So if you trade out of there, will he make it to, you know, wherever New England is? Because there's Lance there sitting there, and Jones will be sitting there also. That's tough. Yeah. That's I'm a tough decision. You, which is why I could see them pushing back and trading out of a tough scenario. They like to trade out of tough scenarios. You know, they like <laughs> to trade back and let other people do the dirty work. Right. Yeah, that's why they like, that's the way they like coaches that just don't have a say so. They go out and get guys that they can mold into their own guys. Yeah. Well, isn't that ironic, though, is that when it comes to on the field stuff, they feel like they they need to be the one driving. Yet when it comes to when it's actually putting their own merits to the it's, test. It's reaction to others. Yes. Yeah. yes. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's, it is. Hey, man, you're not a football guy. You shouldn't be telling a coach 
who to suit up or who's down each week. Yet when it comes to your own area of expertise like drafting, you constantly trade back and let everybody else do the dirty work. Yeah, It's always a scramble. Stick to the board that the, the scouts gave you. You know, allow Andy Waddle uh, uh, to give you a game plan. Yeah, I don't think they do that. If, if they see if they if they see a run on this position, they want that position, then they start scrambling. Oh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I like what happened to, to Marcus Marcus mm-hmm. Smith. Marcus Smith was supposed to be a third rounder. He was at home sleep, sleep on draft day. He didn't expect a call to the next day. Right. And he was sleep. Come on, man. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break, man. Look, uh, you ain't even kissing me. You know what I'm saying? You can at least kiss me. That's why I would call the player before the pick is in. All right. Yeah, just, wait, just wait you're telling me he's asleep? Quick. All right. I, we're not picking him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't that, that's an instant red flag. Right, right. The, yeah, hello? Yeah. Brooksy? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Brooksy, you Brooksy. in bed? I hate to do it to yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to take you here, but I hate to do it to you. <laughs> Click. Now, I'm being told by Ron Culver that we have a different version, an NFL draft version of fake news. And it may not even oh, yeah? be. Yeah. It's some different change. No, of... we're, not, we're not doing fake news today. I just have a couple of random questions for you guys regarding oh. the draft. Is this I, like trivia? No, that I, I've cooked up in my head and that I need answers for. Okay, well, I'm I'm interested. If you're see, cooking, I'm interested. See, because I thought a fake news story for today that he'd make up would be that uh, instead of uh, Goodell opening the draft, they're going to have Kevin Costner and Jennifer Garner come out. Ooh, still haven't seen from that. draft day, which was uh, that would have been a good one. That was a good. See, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think like Ron Culver. Yeah, but, yeah, but the movie. I mean, how many people here? I actually- saw the movie. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Sounds like you're the odd man out. Yeah. Look, I'm okay being the odd man out in this case. All right. Aton hates everything. No, I hate stupid. And draft day is stupid. (laughs) See, now there's where we need the Jared Jones. Don't be stupid. I'm telling you, man. I interviewed Jennifer Gardner with Imani Toomer on the Super Bowl radio show. Yeah. Talk about draft day. We talked about draft day, and even she gave us a look like, come on, what do you want from me? I need to cash a check. All right. That was Garner. Wow. All right. We're back. God knows what Ron has cooked up next. It's Not the- Charlie Garner. <laughs> if you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Three years later, they fired their Super Bowl-winning head coach. They traded the highest-paid QB in franchise history. And they traded down in the 2021 NFL Draft. What does it all mean now? Find out during the draft from the premier Philadelphia Eagles reporter, Derek Gunn. Watch, listen to Draft Takes with Derek Gunn across the Jacob Media Network, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. You can't miss. Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, final half hour here. Ron Culver normally has three stories. One of them's fake, and it's our job to determine which one it is. Thank you, Nikki, and others. I saw play action up there. Uh, Penguin AZ, pardon me, and Ruin. So we appreciate everybody. Nikki, the latest. Nice little donation. Not necessary, but we always appreciate that. All right, Culver. What have you been cooking? These are well, these are questions that I've been sitting here stewing over and that I don't have the answer for. Hmm. And so I'm needing I'm seeking the advice of you gentlemen because you guys are Uh people. Uh, and they all pertain to the NFL draft. Okay. And I need your help. I need your help with them, all right. So the first question that came to my mind earlier today was that after uh, hearing his name called, will Trevor Lawrence hug his wife or his mom first? Mom. Is he married? Yes. That's what he I'm got saying. Married, he got married during uh, like the last couple of months. Okay. I knew he had a, a steady girlfriend. I didn't know he was married. Dumb. Um, that was dumb. Yeah. Well, a little early. It's always mom first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd but, say mom. But okay, but if you say mom, 
he's not waking up next to his mom for the next 20, 30 years. Don't you know that's going to be an argument held over his head? No, it wouldn't. Oh, no, yeah, I, not look, in my house. It wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's always like, Barry, like you're this the only is. One who has to wait in, Barry. Let's hear the re- voice of reason. <laughs> I hate to do it to you. Mom, <laughs> or would you hug? Would you hug mom? I know Mama Brooks is probably listening too. Right, right. I hate to do it to y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm hugging my mom. How often do you see oh. NBA draft, MLB draft, NHL draft, NFL draft, yeah. where there are prospects with families at tables, yep. and the first person that the kid hugs is not mom or even dad? I think dad would get the hug before the wife. No, yeah, up. well, you look at uh, Burrow. Burrow hugged his pops first. Me, I got to hug my mom first. I got to go with moms. moms. Moms put me on this earth. I have to go with my mom's now. You know, the wife she's gonna she's gonna you know take advantage of all the, you know everything is involved with being an NFL right. Mom's, yeah. you know what I'm saying. You know you got to give her a just due because my mom made me play football. I hate. Yeah. I told you I hated football. I mean I hated football with a passion. Football is hard, man. I never wanted to play football. Mother made me play. The wife's made already on the phone with the car dealer. Yeah, right. She's already talking to the Mercedes salesman. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Like a hug doesn't change that. No, like for instance, like Trevor Lawrence, his contract has already been um, probably signed already. They've already negotiated the deal. Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson, they've already negotiated that deal. It's over. Those two have been um, in a position where they know they're getting drafted one and two. Their deals are already done. Yeah. So at this point, he's just going to. They're gonna go to mom first. Mom, thank you so much. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Me, yeah. I had to go to my mom's. You know, I have to. You know, she made me play. She, she made me be a football player. If it, if it had been up to me, I'd have been trying to be like Charles right. Barkley. Because then, you know, you can move buying mom a new house a little bit further down the pecking order. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, hey, mama, you got the hug on national television on draft night. You got the first hug. Yeah, the house you're gonna have to wait until the season starts. I give my mom straight cash, homie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's another question for you guys. Uh, the Bengals and the Dolphins are gonna pair up their quarterbacks with former teammates. Hmm. What? As in the former wide receiver teammates. Right. The Bengals will select Lamar Jamar Chase. No matter who's on the board, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. and the Dolphins will select Jalen Waddle or. Um, Devonta Smith. Devonta okay. Smith. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's your scenario. Yeah. Which which means Panay Sewell now falls to seven. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the Bengals should take the offensive lineman, but they probably won't because they're the Bengals. Well, yeah. you know they, they have young talent there, but it, it's not a group of future hall of famers that they've surrounded joe burrow with you talking so, about wide receiver yeah i mean they, they got higgins from clemson last Boyd, year right like they've yeah, got boy yeah play, decent young, players but aj they, green's gone yeah exactly it's not like they couldn't use Devonte or chase or in this did, case Jamar did you chase. see what happened to the quarterback last year and how much he got hit and then he eventually burrow? got hurt he got yeah. his he got what? His butt handed to him that yes. year. Why I think that even if Burrow had his choice, he would go Sewell over yes. his buddy Chase. Yes. Right. 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 Not at all. 
Seriously. Da, da, da. I think we're like, over this thing. Yeah. Like, coach, coach. Get me sure. You ain't even kissing me, coach. You got to at least kiss me. Right. right. You know, come on, man. You're getting me crushed out there. <laughs> All right, what's what's another one you got here? Cooking right, with Culver. If uh, okay, we all know that Trevor Lawrence, Zach uh, Wilson, are going to go one two, right? Yeah. yeah. By any chance, Fields or Trey Lance or Mac Jones is available when the Bears come to pick at number twenty, and they don't choose a quarterback. Ryan Pace will be fired on the spot, or should be fired on the spot. Immediately makes sense. Yeah, not immediately, but immediately. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> he wouldn't even finish his sentence. Yeah, he wouldn't make it. He wouldn't make it out of Cleveland. That's how bad it would be. He would wouldn't he even make it out of Cleveland. Yeah, would he? That's the bigger question, right? Would he? Yeah, who owns the Bears? The McCaskey family, I think. They still own the Bears. Sure, not yeah. the McCaskies. I think it's McCaskey. Yeah, I mean, I if I'm you know M- Mr. McCaskey or Mrs. McCaskey, whoever, I've got an eject button on the seat <laughs> that Pace is sitting in, and if we're sitting at twenty and those quarterbacks or any of them are on the board and he passes, I'm firing the eject button, bro. I'm a MI six them, you know, little the little the, um, what was it MI six with the when they had the little thing in their head and you know if it got to a certain point it and and you know instantly died because the brain would explode like. His brain would explode out on TV. What right movie is that from? MI6. Uh, no, Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth one. You if if you hadn't is... watched enough Mission Impossible, they they made a sixth one for you. Actually, I think they're up there. They have the seven or eight or nine. I'm now. sure because Barrett will keep watching them. Yeah. Barrett. Is it all Tom Cruise? It, yes. yes. He's course. in everyone. And I, you know, I did not know he's like four foot tall. Oh yeah, he's a he's like a midget. Yeah, I did not know this one. This one, you guys will know the answer to right away. The Cowboys will trade up only to choose a player they could have gotten at 10. (laughs) I could see that. The Cowboys will trade up to take a player they still could have gotten at 10. I could Um, no, because I think if they trade up, they're gonna they'd get a guy like Pitts. And they can't get Pitts at 10. Okay, all right. We'll talk right. more about this coming up. Not bad, not bad. I think you're right. Could be Pitts. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave. Take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, 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 middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by 
filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control. Are you kidding me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. (laughs) Vanilla ice cream and apple pie. You might as well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on board. Oh, man. What would a nightmare scenario encompass for you guys, for the Eagles? I don't know that I have a nightmare, but I'd be really upset if both Sertain and uh, Horn were off the board before 12. Well, you go back to the why they would trade back in the first place, right? And giving up somebody at six. Like, I, I yeah, maintain right. I still would much rather them overdraft somebody at six then get burned in the rear at 12. Mm-hmm. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I may have a surprise for you guys. Oh, yeah? What else? Um, what do you I got may, for? I may have just gotten Mr. Diddy. Oh, oh yeah? Right? Yeah. The great Ray Didinger may join the program? Yeah, he may join the program. So look out for him, all right? Now, wow. is he going to join on the stream? Like, did you send him the invite? Yes, I did. Okay. Wow. Wow, that'd be a because you, you guys pull. you guys claim I never do send and I keep telling you I send stuff and I have to ask people and I invite people. You don't sound time. confident about this one though. You sound <laughs> very, very reduced to, with your emotions <laughs> yes. right now. Why is that? Because you know, I I I am usually <laughs> right on there like, oh yeah, we'll do it, and then I'm bam. And then you guys like, <laughs> I hate to do it to you, Brooksy, but you got God again. You got, well, look, got I don't think it's as bad as how I think Howie Roseman's going to get got tonight. <laughs> but I, I was just curious. That's all. Just curious how that thing played out. I we mean, we have made Barrett Brooks gun shy, Aton. Right. You realize that? Yeah, he was apologizing yeah. for yeah. stuff that he had no reason to apologize for. Like I, I had know. Seth. I had Seth all ready to go, and like Seth is like, um, oh man, I'm a pebble beast. And then you look at his 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 um his Instagram and stuff. He's mm-hmm. Pebble Beach playing golf. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's at Pebble. All right. Yeah. So I yes. thought he might have been at, like, you know, Ben Franklin Municipal or something. No, no, no. no. Pebble no. Beach. Then I'm thinking, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Where you been, Philip Brooks? First time we get anything from Philip today. You know, Mama Brooks is here. First one in, last right. one out. Well, he's kind of happy right now because I gave his um, I gave his, his, his Browns some, some good news about who they're going to pick up, so. 
Well, maybe you did that just to troll him. That's Barrett's brother for those new <laughs> on the stream and the show. He's been trolling me for years, so I don't know. Right. Just making sure we didn't miss anything <laughs> at all. I need somebody to help me fix this damn camera before I lose it. And the beauty of it is that you won't even see me losing it. You'll just hear it. <laughs> We've done that before. Background, me destroying things like I was destroying Mr. Roboto or whatever the hell that thing is. Mr. Predicto. Yeah. Yeah, you have Barmore going to the Browns in your uh, first round mock. Yeah, can you imagine him being there with the passwords they have? They just got Jadavian Clowney. With Garrett on the edge. have Miles Garrett. Yep. That's going to be unreal. Mm. Unreal. Yeah. I'm talking like he's already done deal. Yep. <laughs> no Clemson player has ever been selected in the top three of the NFL draft. Say it again. No Clemson player has ever been selected in the top three yep. of the NFL draft. Wow. Never we also that. have, and I saw this from the, let's see, John McMullen initially. But we should be keeping an eye on the Saints. The Saints have a pretty strong track record of moving up, not back. And this is from Rap Sheet earlier, quiet trade market, et cetera, et cetera, about the Saints' top 10 gauge value for a corner. And McMullen quotes that saying, Mickey Loomis is the king of going up to get his guy, never goes back 13 to zero opportunities. And wow. Look at this right on time as, as I continue to wow. have whatever issues with my own camera, we get Ray. to see the Hall of Famer. Look at that background, too. Ray, you saved me, Ray. You saved me. As Ray is. Look, at you don't <laughs> get on here without that Hall of Fame level background if you're going to deliver <laughs> Hall of Fame content. Look at that. There's Emmy Awards or something back there. I mean, th this is this beats Adam Schefter's background with a stick. <laughs> Well, thank you, Harry. I appreciate that. <laughs> Great Ray, to have you. For it. This is all my wife's doing. Okay. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> well, at least it's not fake. Like we're all we're all dealing with virtual backgrounds right. here. Great bunch of phonies and other stuff. Now this is the real thing. <laughs> well, Ray, you saved me, Ray, because they they knew for a fact that I didn't call you. I didn't try to get in contact with you. I mean, they were they were ready to, to hate to do it to me. All we were. <laughs> we were. First <laughs> off. For you, right. Barry, anything you know that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate Thank it. you. And look, it, to, of today of all days, to have a couple of minutes with you is we're grateful for it. So we appreciate you hopping on with us, and you look and sound fantastic. And it's always refreshing to get your point of view on a team that requires, I feel like, a routinely upkept point of view on this team. I think that's probably true. I think that's how most people feel. But, you know, I mean, every year when it comes to this day, you know, we, we always say, oh, this, this, is a, this is the biggest draft that they've had in years and years. I mean, we say it every year. Mm -hmm. uh, but some years it's more true than others. But this is, this is really big. I mean, they've, they, got, they can't swing and miss this time. I mean, they've right. swung and missed for the better part of the last seven years. They can't afford to do that again because they have, they have like real-time needs like right now. And there are a lot of good players in this draft, but they have to position themselves properly to get them. Well, in your view, Ray, what would a swing and miss uh, constitute tonight if if mm. if they were to miss? Well, um, I really think they're I really think they're in a precarious position. I, I don't think twelve is a good spot for them. Uh, I really don't, and and that's why 
I'd be willing to bet you that Howie Roseman right now is on the phone trying to move up, uh, trying to get back into the top 10. Uh, because at least in the way I look at the board and the talent on the board, I look at their two biggest needs, and I see pretty much what everybody else sees. I see cornerback and I see wide receiver. They need they need def- defensive backs and they need playmakers. Uh, and you got some in this draft, but I really do think there's a chance if they sit at 12 that all the really good ones are going to be gone. Hmm. You know, uh, and um, you know I think that there are good receivers in this draft. But after the big three, I think the talent drops way off. Uh, and if you're sitting at 12, those three guys could very well be gone. Mm. And right now, it looks to me that they will be gone. Uh, and if you're thinking cornerback, Sertan is not making it to 12. No way. Uh, and I'm not sure Horn will either. So if you stay at 12, if you decide, okay, we made our move, we're going to stay at 12, 12 could come up and all of the guys that are value players – at the two positions that you really need, they could be off the board. Uh, so people think I, I've had so many people say, it's not a big deal. I mean, you're going from six to 12. And, no, it is a big deal. When you're, when you're a team like the Eagles and you have very specific needs uh, and the top players are in that bunch right there and you could miss out on all of them and worse yet, have two of them go to division opponents, go to the Dallas and the Giants right above you. That is really a nightmare scenario, and that's kind of where the Eagles are sitting right now. So I'm right now, if you ask me what do I think is going to happen tonight, I think Howie's going to trade back into the top ten to make sure he gets one of those guys. Wow, wow. You know, look, Barrett's jumping in. We also are joined by John McMullen as the great Ray Didinger in the house. And before Barrett brings it back to the NFL, just we all have it, – it's okay to admit it, John – we all have background envy with Ray right now. Oh, yeah. He's got his Emmys out there. I'm messing with this stupid green screen trying to figure <laughs> out the. I spend half my my life fixing lights in my stinking room. Ray comes in with Emmys. Yeah, I mean, come on, Ray. Man. That's what I say. Well, Ray, you know, do you think they go with the safe bet, you know, get off base with, you know, with, with Andy Waddle and, and what he wants as far as, you know, helping this team get, take the next level and they draft a defensive end or an offensive lineman. Like the Slater's there and Pay is there and they go with that safe bet. Will they burn the city down or will they eventually like that? They won't burn the entire city down. <laughs> just, you know, three or four neighborhoods, I suspect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that's nobody, nobody out there wants, wants that. I mean, everybody pretty much has identified the needs as we have. And I think that, I think that that's what they are. I think they need a playmate. I think they desperately need a playmaker. Um, I mean, you're talking about a team last year that finished 31st in average yard. Wow. Play. I mean, they just can't make a play with this. Current yeah. They got to go get, if, if you're real, if this year is really going to be at all about learning something about Jalen Hurts then give them somebody to play with, you know? And so you have that opportunity because there are some good receivers in this draft, but you got to be in a position to go get them. Uh, and we all know where they stand on defense right now. They have one cornerback. They have one. And last time I looked, you need two to play in the NFL. Right. <laughs> and so that's why, while if I had a choice between all the Bama guys, I would probably still go with Smith because I think he's that special a player. But I can't argue with people that say that Sertan addresses a greater immediate need because they got to find somebody else to play that other side of the field. But I think that's, those are where the elite players are. 
you go below that and now you're getting down into crapshoot country. Well, you've, you've rattled off a lot of uh, scenarios of, of players of need for the Eagles that you think could be off the board by 12. Um, so that tells me that you don't think as many as four or five quarterbacks are going before 12. What do you think about how many quarterbacks? you think it's going to be three and that's it before 12? I've heard so many crazy things about Trey Lance. Um, I mean, I've heard some people say he could go at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard some people say that he might fall into the teens. Um, but, I, you know, if there's so much talent there, somebody's going to love him. You know, I mean, if he falls, he's not going to fall too far. Um, and to me, Mac Jones is the real X factor here. Uh, I mean, everybody keeps talking about how much Kyle Shanahan loves him. You know, he's got all the qualities that he's looking for in a quarterback, good decision maker, accurate passer. Um I look at the guy, and I've seen him play a ton because it's why Alabama play a ton this year. To me, he is he is not the third best player in this draft. I mean, he's just not. Uh, now, maybe Shanahan sees a, something in his skill set that's a perfect fit for his <laughs> offense. Okay, but to me, it's it still seems, and I'm hearing as of this morning, still he's going to be the number three pick. It seems like a bit of a reach to me. I don't think, you know, I I don't think he's that guy. But one and two are locks. Number three is going to be a quarterback. We just don't know quite which one. Uh, and then, you know, I think Fields is too good a player to fall out of the top 10. Lance, to me, is a bit of the wild card. You know, I mean, he could go top 10, and I think he probably will. But I've had other people say that he could fall lower, th- that the Eagles could actually have a shot at him at 12. I, you talk about the city burning down. If the Eagles draft another quarterback from North Dakota State, <laughs> you might want to call the fire commission. You might want to have him on speed dial. Fair enough. All right. I'm curious, outside of the obvious quarterback scenario that would lead this city or a lot of the people in the city to at least attempt to burn it down, what about the back end of the first round? It's a scenario, Ray, we've been throwing around where the Eagles stay put at 12. They address one need, but use the capital or some of the capital they have to move back into the first round later tonight. Is that a possibility? And if so, is there a name or two that maybe we should be looking at if that does come true? Uh, I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it's possible. I, w- I wouldn't say likely, but I could see it, I could see it happening. Depending on what they get with the first pick, uh, let's say they get the receiver with the first pick. Um, I could see them wanting to try and trade up maybe if the right cornerback is suddenly available late in the first round. Yeah, that could be a possibility. Because, again, I'm thinking receiver and corner. Uh, and uh, a guy that I think Barrett and I have even talked about um, that I like an awful lot is Greg Newsom uh, yes. from – from Northwestern. Um, I think he's, I think he's a real good player. Uh, I mean, I don't think that he's far removed from, from Horn Sertan. I mean, I think he's mm-hmm. not that far below them. Um, it bothers me that he's missed games. It's bothered me that, uh, you know, he's every, every year at Northwestern, he's missed two or three games. Uh, I worry about that a little bit, but boy, you look at the tape and it's good. I mean, he can, mm-hmm. uh, and he had a, he had a really hit it out of the park pro day where he ran faster than he ever ran and interviewed really well. Uh, and you put that up with the tape that you have uh, that where you've seen him play against some good receivers. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, and I don't think he's going to get picked, may, may, you know, maybe a surprise, but I think he's, he's going to be there in the twenties, maybe the mid twenties. Uh, and if that were the case and you already had your receiver, 
and now you're just looking for a corner that can be a plug and play guy. Um, the idea of trading back into the first, late first round to maybe get a player like that to me makes some sense. All right, we got Jonathan. Plenty is also. Hold on, Barry. We got a break. Wrap the hour on the network. We're live on the stream. We're not breaking on the stream. Jacob Media, YouTube, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying he's a lineage guy also. You know, he got his pops got drafted when I got drafted back in 1995. Craig Newsom, yeah. Right. Hey, Ray, um, I jumped in late. Maybe you addressed this, but you're, you're uh, Devontae Smith, you're like uh, for him as a prospect. Any concern over the size and the potential – redundancy. I mean, obviously he's, he's a lot better player than Jalen Rager, but I look at both of those guys as, as Z's, as flankers, as off the ball. Uh, can he play uh, the X position? Can he play on the line of scrimmage? Can he get all press coverage in, in this league? I believe he can. Um, in fact, I think release is one of his great strengths. Uh, I mean, every, especially when Waddle went out this year, um, I mean, every team that they played concentrated everything they could to just try and stop Smith. They couldn't do it. Um, and I've seen him get shoved out of bounds from lining up at the X. I mean, I've seen a few of those situations where he got physically tossed aside. Um, but that's what coaches are for. You know, if, if you run into that situation, then you can just motion him. You can slot him. You can do a lot of different things with him. But the, but the fact is he runs incredible patterns. Um, he's really smart, fiercely competitive, uh, and he catches everything, you know, I mean, he's, uh, he, he doesn't drop the ball and you, all you have to do is look at the history, his history with that team caught the winning touchdown pass in one championship game, comes back the next year, scores three touchdowns in the first half of the next championship game. The bigger the game, the greater the challenge, the better he plays. Uh, and would I like him to be 10 pounds heavier? Okay. You know, but I think I, I think every so often guys come along that are truly special players. Uh, and, and I think he's one of them. Uh, he's always in the right position. He's uh, I've seen him take big hits and bounce right back up. Uh, I have no question of his toughness. He has no problem coming across the middle and catching balls in traffic. Uh, and he's more physical than you think. I mean, he I've seen him break some tackles, but the, his ability to get separation uh, and his ability to go out, come out of a break at full speed. Uh, I mean, without missing a step uh, is, is very rare. I mean, Waddle, Waddle will time faster and does time faster, but I would tell you in terms of how they play, how fast they play to me, Smith and Waddle are very much the same player. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, the 166 pound thing, I mean, that scared a lot of people uh, and you have to consider it and factor it in. Uh, but to me, if you look at his career, the level of competition they played, that he scored 48 touchdowns in 47 games, playing that schedule, uh, to me, he's – I think the comparisons to Marvin Harrison are not a stretch. I mean, I think he's, I think he's that kind of player. So if I had the shot to get him, John, um, he, would be my, he would be my number one. He's been my number one all year, and I really haven't changed for that. Amazing. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. <clears throat> I don't know if you caught that, and, and a lot of you probably did not, but Ray Dittinger just hit that post beautifully 
to where he ended. And the very second in which he ended that thought, the imaging came and we're back on the radio. This is the first time he's been on the show. You want to know why he's got all these Emmys behind him, John McCullen. It's because he hits posts like that. If only Howie Roseman could hit a draft pick like Ray Diddy hits posts. <laughs> we that always have beautiful. To, we lose eight times. Just like yeah. that. You still have my voice for some reason, but oh, my face. I don't think many people are complaining that you can't see me, to be fair. <laughs> well, ho- fair. hopefully we don't go through what we went through last year, Ray, where we're both scratching our head with both the first, second, and third pick uh, that we had last year. So, I mean, we, yeah, we, sure we need something. And we still are. A year yeah. later, we still are. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is um, – Howie's in a tough spot, you know. He really is. And I, if I, if I were him, I would not like sitting at 12. Hmm. I really – because this is – this could go very badly for him. Uh, if the three Alabama guys are gone uh, and Sertan and Horn are both gone – by the time you get to 12 and he's still sitting at 12, that is not a good place to be. You know, that is not a good place to be. That's why I, that's why I really think that he's probably trying to, to trade up, whether it be three, four spots somewhere where he can get one of those guys, mm. you know, and you know, yeah. uh, talking about the corners, you and I, Barrett, I mean, we've talked a lot about receiver versus corner. What is the greater need? Who's the better player? Uh, and while, you know, I am staunchly a Smith guy. Uh, I, uh, I also recognize what Sertan is. Um, he's really good. Uh, and and I, I think the difference, I think there's a big gap between him and Horn, to be honest with you. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it is. Yep. A, 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 no. You know, I don't know how you feel exactly, but I know a lot yep. of people view those two guys as like one and one A, that like they're, they're kind of the same guy. I don't see it that way. I mean, no. to me, Sertan is a much more complete, player he's a smarter player he's a more consistent player uh and uh i you know look horn if they wind up with horn okay but he's he's a bit more developmental he needs more coaching and more refinement sertan to me looks like an nfl player right now you know i i wonder guys we talked about this name and we've brought him up a little bit with john but having ray diddy here and and john mcmullen as well and then the conversations that the three of us have had what happens at 12, Ray and, and John, but let's start here. What happens at 12? This is the scenario where you do have Horn, Waddle, or a Smith. Maybe you have both corners on the board, but you also have Rashawn Slater. And the Eagles go at 12 with this second best, we think, rated offensive yeah. line in this draft. How do Ray Diddy and John McMullen react to that? And then, more importantly, maybe, where the people who don't have the same things up here that you do, the faculties working, right? How do the maniacs react to that? Well, uh, at, from my perspective, I said I take Slater and that type of business. One thing I've always respected about how the Eagles do business is that they believe in building up front on both sides of the ball. I think that's right. It's not the sexiest pick. As Ray said, they might burn a couple neighborhoods down, especially if you – you uh, go look past somebody like Devontae Smith, it's not going to be very popular. But I think if you fast forward to six, seven years, you know, Brandon Graham's a perfect example as a a late bloomer turning into an all-time franchise great. You look at Lane Johnson as a number four overall pick. How did that work out? Um, You know, but I do hear what 
Bray says, and this is not the best draft, especially at the top on, on either side of the football. A little better on the offensive side than the defensive side. My concern at cornerback, Ray, and I'll throw this to you, last year I thought Jeff Okuda was you know, the best corner in, foot, uh, in the draft, as most people did. He ended up going number three overall to Detroit. I think he deserved to go number three overall as a prospect. It wasn't good. I think the legislation of the game makes it so difficult for cornerbacks to play in today's world. There's no such thing as a lockdown corner anymore. There's no Deion Sanders. So where's the value in the top 10? That's not an insult to Patrick Sertan or, or, or J.C. Horn. I just don't think the value is there because of the way the game has evolved. Well, I think that um, it has changed. Uh, and to me, the, the premium, and, and NFL coaches and scouts will tell you this, the, the, if, you can, if you were trying, if you're kind of on a scale uh, and you're weighing who is more impactful, a blue chip pass rusher yeah. or a blue chip corner, you would probably say the pass rusher because of the way the rules are written now. Once once the ball gets out of the quarterback's hands, all the advantages go to the offense. Yeah. The only way the only way you can play defense in the NFL the way it is today is if you if you got guys that can get to the quarterback, if you can get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you don't have to look back any further than the Super Bowl. I mean, that game was one. I mean, Tom Brady won another Super Bowl. God bless him. You know? Okay, adding another chapter to the legend. But what won that game was the pass rush on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I mean, he's as dynamic a quarterback as there is in this league. We've seen it a long time. And he couldn't make a play because they couldn't protect him. Pass rush is where it's at today. But one of the – I mean, there are some areas in this draft that are pretty strong. I would tell you the pass rusher is not one of them. I mean, we've had some we've had some years where there have been a lot of really good pass rushers, uh, and you've kind of had your choice if you were in the top ten. Not true this year. Uh, and all you have to do is look at the top ten, look at everybody's mock mm -hmm. drafts. I mean, you don't have anybody taking edge rushers in the top ten, and that's very rare in today's NFL. But that's the reality of this particular class. I mean, you got some guys who can probably play, but nobody that you look at and say there are no Boses in this draft is kind of what I'm saying. I mean, you got some guys that will get drafted high because the need is there, but I don't think you have the game-changing kind of player there at that position. Not this year, you don't. Hey, Ray, I agree with you. It should be, you know, cornerback or wide receiver or wide receiver and then cornerback with these first two picks. Let's just say the cornerback is who they end up getting at, at 12 or maybe they sneak in front of Dallas, uh, you know, to get Sertan or, or whomever. But then – the wide receiver is up on Friday night. Who is the guy that you think might be in that 37-ish range that you would love to see as a fit for this Eagles team at wide out? Um, there are a few. Uh, I, I like Kadarius Tony from Florida. Uh, I like Terrence Matt Marshall from LSU. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like Rashad Bateman uh, Minnesota. from Minnesota. Those, those to me are the next three. Um, but I think, I think the gap between the top three and those three is considerable. You know, I, you know, last year, everybody talked about it being the greatest wide receiver draft of, of ever, uh, and it really was very good. Uh, and people tried to make the comparison, okay, this kind of is the same draft. It's not really. I think the, I think the, the space or the gap between the very top guys and the next group of guys 
is probably greater this year. Uh, but that would be the next three. And I think they're I think they're all good players. They're not as good as the as the top three, but they're all good players. And if you've addressed defensive back or pass rusher, if you've addressed defense earlier with your first pick and you're looking wide receiver, you know, those are probably your next three best guys on my board. Hey, Ray, um, one from me on the wide receiver position, and, and Nick Sirianni, obviously his history, uh, played the position in college, uh, coached it uh, at each of his stops. Uh, at what point does player development come into this? Because the Eagles have allocated a lot of assets over the past couple of years at the wide receiver position. They haven't gotten it right. I, I can't believe we're sitting here talking about a team that hasn't had a receiver with 600 yards in two consecutive years. At what point does development in getting Jalen Rager, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, even Quez Watkins, John Hightower, in developing them as players take precedence over just keep going wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, and after every draft hoping you get the lottery ticket? Good question, John. Uh, I think that that's a um, very, very real question and a good question. Um, I really like Hightower. Uh, when he came out last year, I, I know he has, he's a very raw, needs a lot of work, but I think there's something there. Rager, to me, was a head-scratcher and remains so. Um, I think Hightower could be developed into something. Um, Watkins, I'm just not sure. Uh, but a lot of this does fall on the player development thing. And it kind of gets to a point that one of the real mysteries to me about this whole Eagles organization from the end of last season to where we are now is here's a team that basically swept out the coaching staff. Hardly anybody stayed, but the wide receiver coach stayed. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, how did that happen? I mean, this, this is a team that fired wide receiver coaches every year. I mean, it was like every year the wide receiver coach came and went, uh, this year, I thought, was you had every reason in the world to fire this guy. Right. I, mean, I don't. Was there a, was there a more underachieving position on this team this year than wide receiver? And that's the position coach that comes back. I don't get that at all. Now I know Sirianni's background as a player and as an assistant coach is receivers, and I suspect he'll be very hands on with coaching these receivers. Well, good. I hope he is, and I hope he's good at it. Because from what I saw, the, the, the wide receiver coach last year didn't do anything with these guys. I mean, you had Travis Fulgham, who for five weeks was a, was one of the best receivers in football and then fell off the face of the earth the second half of the season. I mean, where, where, where was that? You know, so, um, I mean, that's I, I, it really puzzles me that Moorhead is still, is still around. I mean, I think that, you know, we talk about player development. That's critical. I mean, drafting drafting players and bringing players in, that's that's phase one. But phase two is once they're in your building, is developing them and making them into better players than what they were. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the things where this – that's one of the areas where this team has fallen short. And to me, it, it never fell short more than it did last year. So they have to, they have to get better at that. Right. We're, we're on our way out of here, but I'm just curious in, in the final minute, it's just a big picture question for you. Do you believe the Eagles are drafting or going into this draft with the belief 
that Jalen Hurts is their guy? Or do you think that this year, it's as up and down as it may be, as short of a leash, a rope, whatever that Hurts may have, are they not drafting like they have a quarterback of the future? Um, well, I, I, I think that he's the guy for this year. And then they're going to see what they've got. And that's, that's how I would be approaching it. Um, I saw enough from him at the end of last year that basically I want to see more. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I saw him, I saw him look really good in a couple of games. I saw him look not so good. And I saw him look really bad, I, but that's fairly typical of a rookie quarterback. But I think there's this year is a year when you need to find out what he is, you know, so that this time next year, you know, do we need to go looking for that other quarterback or do we have him here? Um, but to, to do that evaluation properly and to do it with some degree of accuracy, you need to surround him with good players too, you know, and getting a, getting a, a really good wide receiver or a playmaker or two in that offense is a big part of it. You know, it's, that's a big part of it. I mean, I know that the jury has come back on Carson Wentz. I mean, that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try and open that door again. Uh, and I know the city is, is really down on that guy and he was a bad mistake and, I keep hearing, well, he was never really that good, which is nonsense, but you're hearing people say that now. Uh, I'm telling you, a lot of what happened with him last year, it, you know, he didn't play great, but it, all wasn't, it wasn't all his fault, okay? There was a lot of failure around him on the part of the guys on the field with him and the guys who were coaching him. Um, and they, you know, and you can't have Jalen Hurts step into that same situation next year and expect a different result. So the idea that, oh, maybe they'll make a trade for a guy or they'll draft a quarterback, I don't really see that. I think it's Hurts for this year, and then let's see where we go from there. That's amazing. Ray, we can't thank you enough for popping on, giving some fans. Appreciate you, Ray. Insight. John McMullen as well. Both yeah. of you guys have a fantastic day. Enjoy the night, and it's it's always great to see. You know, we see John a lot twice a week, so <laughs> we don't go deep into the we miss you, but we miss you, except for Barrett because he gets to see you. Harry and I, we miss you, Ray. <laughs> Miss you guys too. I'll be seeing uh, you around Barrett. I'll be seeing you tonight. See you tonight. Thank bro. you, Ray. Awesome. Thanks, John. Enjoy care, the draft, everybody. We'll see you on Friday. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about Every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube.